is Sandcast Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Maworda brought to you. Today will be fittingly brought to you by Firefly Recovery since Eric Baranek is going to need a little bit of recovery after the marathon weekend. Uh, congrats on making the semis and a career high third place finish um, out of the qualifier. It's Thank freaking you. awesome, dude. It's all good. Great weekend. It's all good to do in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And now, I mean, how does everything feel now? <laughs> I know it probably felt good for third, I'm sure. Are you hurting more from the tournament or the party? <laughs> the after party? Uh, more from the tournament. I actually didn't have much of a party. After we lost, I did go straight to Shell's. Uh-huh. And it was like, boom, 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 boom. Okay, I'm drunk. And then <laughs> grab a few of my friends. We went to my dad's house, which is pretty close to mm-hmm. the Strand, which is nice. And we threw some meat on the barbecue from Manhattan Meats. Nice. I got it to like sit in the hot tub, just kind of relax, drink a glass of wine. And then it was my best friend's birthday. So they're two twins. It was their 24th birthday. And I told them like all weekend, I was going to like, as soon as I'm done, like I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> um, so it was really funny to walk from Shellback. Everyone's like, you did it. Drinks on us, drinks <laughs> yeah. on us. And then I walk in a room of probably like 10 people carving little replica um, like teeth out of ivory soap. What? Uh, <laughs> okay. Wait, what? <laughs> it was just like, this is different. It's a little random. <laughs> yeah. It was a change of pace, but I had to because it, it was my best friend's birthday. That was the yeah. birthday party? Was <laughs> <laughs> it was family. That it was family. <laughs> that was the Every family's party. got their, <laughs> their tradition. The dad's a dentist. The son's okay. a dentist. All hygienist. I, it was just all something together, to do. Huh? I don't know. That's cool. That'll yeah. steady the nerves. Just carve yeah. <laughs> I had my ivory bar of soap with my name on it, but I, I didn't get to that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my hands were too shaky from the day. I was like, I think I'm out for this one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I feel like going into like a hot tub and drinking wine, you're like, how can I dehydrate myself even worse? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so me and Tri were like looking at your BBB, so you pretty much like tripled your career earnings in a weekend. And then your points, I was looking at it for Chicago, you went from like maybe, what, four or 500 to like... I think it was high 500. To like 1,100. <laughs> Good weekend. That's got to feel good. Yeah, yeah. It feels so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think uh, hopefully that'll be my last qualifier forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rooting for you. Yeah, that's the goal. We, yeah. Me and you see each other in qualifiers too much, so I hope to keep I know. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, we yeah. went through a run where we played each other in, like, I think four qualifiers and maybe six or seven. Um, and I remember, I remember like, sitting uh, after the Huntington qualifier yeah. two years ago, and we were both, like... Like so, I we end up playing each other first round, and then um, I beat him in that one, and then we, we went. I ended up losing to some Norwegian guys, and then uh, we were like watching the collegiate beach championships, and we were both just sitting there like super bummed, and we we're like, the breakthrough's coming. And then a week later, we play each other in Austin, and that was the one that I made it through. Oh yeah, that's had right. to play him again when he was playing with Matt Prosser, and it mm-hmm. was like an hour twenty minute match, just yeah. barn burner. It was crazy. And then we played each other one more time, and then Chicago, and he beat me in the final round. And then I don't think we've seen each other since. No. Thank heavens. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously. Our first well, main draw match was this weekend. Before going into it, I was like, this guy has gotten the best of me every freaking <laughs> tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's hard to be like mad at him because he's such a nice guy. But yeah. It's like, 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Well, I was cursed. And then, well, then you switch sides, played with the lefty, and that's yeah. how you just you neutralize the lefty factor yeah. by picking that's up fair. Cole Fears. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I knew you were a left side player. <laughs> Been trying to get him funny. to play left side for so long, and then the first time yeah. he plays against me, left side beats me. Knocking mm-hmm. out of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Felt, felt good. You're welcome. <laughs> But now you're, you're going to be straight into Chicago, and like after like you had a tough one, tough like the toughest draw of any qualifier in Hermosa for sure. And then you get in Manhattan. Like, what were the expectations going in with Bill? Because you guys like weren't even that great of a seed, even yeah. though you were probably one of the best teams in the qualifier. And if the results show anything, you were the best team in the qualifier. Like going into another one, like what was the expectation for you and Bill coming in? Yeah, well, I'll kind of bring it back even yeah. a little bit more. So. Going into the season, um, I wanted just to get a guy, you know, to be with the entire year, train, do it right, grab a coach. That was my focus. And because I had played with so many other guys, um, you know, prior, I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I want to play with a guy and just stick with him. Uh, but I played with Topple, realized I'm like, uh, he's not really, like, taking it seriously. He's, he's doing Topple. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. being him. Well, he's got a full time. Yeah, he's job, got a family right? and a job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's got so, points from nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. <laughs> so the way it worked out, we linked up, um, and then Austin Marty came along, um, and I thought Marty was going to be the guy, but it just like some things just didn't completely click with us, um, and I think we're just on different paths and like different times in our yeah. life. But he's a baller. But then I. Um, after Austin, we qualified, and I had a cyst that, like, swelled up the size of, like, a golf ball on my tailbone. Oh, so, oh man. Yeah. Brutal. I literally was in so much pain in Austin. It was the worst thing, and I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell Marty. You can't really show anyone that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember I, I got home, and my, my buddies were uh, on the couch, and I, I walk in. <laughs> And they're like, what's wrong with you? And I, I literally dropped my, my pants, dropped trowel, <laughs> and bent over. And they're like, yeah! <laughs> and it was literally out of a movie. <laughs> they're like, can I touch you? I was, I was like, get away from me. <laughs> but uh, the next day, I went in to go get it, like, Lance drained. But they did a full-blown, like, surgery on me in mm-hmm. the doctor's office. And I didn't realize it. And... An hour later, when I was home, I was, like, sitting on the john at my house, (laughs) thinking everything's going to be fine, and then I go into septic shock. And it was was crazy. Yeah. I don't even know, like, what that is entirely. Your, basically, your blood gets, it was infected with the crap in my system. Oh, right, right, right. It's like a a blood infection. So, like, they drained it with... They drained it, but like some of the yeah, the infection the got in my bloodstream. Oh, so I think like your organs start to shut down. Like people, old no. people die because they can't fight it off. Yeah, wow. so you break a hip and then you're done. Right, you go into septic shock. But yeah, I my dad picked me up, rushed me to the hospital. Uh, and then I was laid up in the hospital for two days, and then I didn't play in New York. Um, and I didn't play Seattle. Because of that? Yeah. Okay. Well, Seattle, 
You skip, was that because Marty was hurt? And uh, she, yeah, she that, was, that was because Marty was hurt, but it was just, it was all so late. Yeah. Like, I still wasn't quite right. <laughs> yeah. But I got picked up uh, by Billy to play in Pottstown. I had no clue how he knew I wasn't going to play. Yeah. But he called me um, pretty much at like a minute after Marty said he wasn't going to be able to play. It was the weirdest timing ever. <laughs> uh, then Billy and I flew to Pottstown. And uh, had a great run there. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of where... That's, that's grass, not where it started. grass tourney, right? Yeah. Where is that again? That's um, in Pennsylvania. Like outside Pottstown, Philly, Pennsylvania? It's in... Um, it's actually pretty close to, like, my hometown. <laughs> it's just, like, in, like, southeast... Pen- or, like, kind of the middle of Pennsylvania in the south. Hmm. And it's just middle of nowhere. Sounds so, fun. Yeah. It was a blast. And then come Hermosa, back to reality. Bill can't play in the AVP yet. Um, I play with Marty. We don't qualify. Uh, Palm and Merrick beat us. Yeah, which like tough draw. Yeah, <laughs> tough a, draw. In a big qualifier, like the, there were, there yeah. were maybe like four or five teams that you're like, don't don't be them. Yeah. That was definitely one of them. Yeah. The day before my girlfriend breaks up with me, like the qualifier before Hermosa. Yeah. Oof. So I didn't have you know I didn't play in two AVPs. I come back, I don't qualify, girlfriend breaks up with me. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> We're back. Thanks, life. All time low. <laughs> Sweet. All time low. Sweet. Yeah. So coming back to play with Bill after that and having those kind of doubts in the back of my mind. Um, but it was, someone said I, was, I had a practice with Corey Glaive, and it was Love just him and guy. I. He's yeah. a great coach. He's a great coach for sure. Good guy. And... Last year, he told me, he's like, there's kind of a different you. There was expecting to win, which I expect to win now, and there was the wanting and the drive to win. He's like, you got to find that, and you got to work super hard to get back. I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. And my roommates, they, one of them went to China. One of them went to uh, Cuba, and I, didn't, I had the whole week to myself to just train like an animal and really stay focused. And uh, I felt ready and prepped mentally for Manhattan. Yeah. When Bill wanted to play, I was, I didn't know, I wanted a top 10 finish, but I had no clue, you know, what we had in store for us. Right. So it felt really good to, uh, to beat a lot of good teams. And I think the biggest breakthrough for me was beating Hayden and Theo. And that felt really good. And yeah. I was like, holy shit. The tournament just started. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. And I, that was already our sixth game. Yeah. In. Sixth match, and, like, yeah. who knows what set that was at that point. That was, what, second <laughs> round? That was the third was round. Because we round. lost our first <laughs> Oh, you game. lost your first one. Yeah. Then we, then we had to battle these guys who took us to three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was ridiculous. Wow. And then and 45 then minutes Theo. later, we play Theo and Hayden. Had you played um, Theo Orhaden before? Yeah, they took me out of Manhattan on that same court the year before. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. You and Pross? Yep. <laughs> and Crazy. Well, the crazy thing was that, I mean, you guys looked like you were about ready to faint in our match. Like, our, the first set, when I was like, Raph, like, they're dead. Like, let's just put the ball in play. <laughs> like, they're going to fall over. Because, like, at that yeah. point, like, you had made it through the qualifier and, like, 
for a lot of qualifier teams like that, you get a little bit of release and you're like, all right, we made it like pressure's off. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people like kind of step off the pedal a little bit and just get rolled over. And I was like, this might be what's about to happen. Cause then even like second set, like we had like 16, 13 lead and I was like, all right, let's just keep pushing this. And then when you guys ended up beating us, it's like, there's just, there's no way they have any gas left in the tank. Like, and you had a fast turnaround. Yeah. Like, where'd you find that extra gear? Cause when I found out that you guys won, like I about fell over like, holy shit. Like, where yeah. did you guys find the legs for that? <laughs> I think it was just more so like there's a lot of uh, you know, still stuff in the air from Bill and the AVP and you know, it's scary to talk about. I don't want to say anything bad or wrong and, right. and I'm not going to. I, I mean, I've talked to to Donald with AVP and he said he has chat with Bill and yeah. it's not. No, it's not really a, a yeah. thing anymore. No, it's not a thing. They had to do what they had to do. But it was his first time coming back since 2016. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I didn't have, in my mind, you know, successful three tournaments, even though I like, didn't miss it. Mm-hmm. So it just felt uneasy for us to just stop right there. Right. I was like, we got to freaking do this right mm-hmm. now. We got to find a way. Yeah. And it was just, the whole tournament, I think, was just pure will. Yeah. I was so tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I knew I was going to get served the majority of the balls. Right. So I was like, I'm going to have to pass, get in the, the right string or approach, and just come in hard and just bang. I knew what, what? I had to do. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. keep it simple. Yeah. Do you feel like there was also, I mean, it's interesting you're saying that the, you, you had to create that expectation to win, right? Yeah. That's what you are saying earlier. Do you feel like there was also some pressure let off just because of the fact that you're not a favorite and that your new partnership and I mean every match you're the underdog did yeah. it feel like there's more pressure or, or less I, f- I feel like it can go either way that's yeah funny. you know like like we don't I we felt, don't have it felt to neutral win. I didn't I didn't feel I wasn't thinking just about going that. yeah I wasn't thinking about oh there's less pressure like we're expected to win right or we're expected to lose right it was just we got to win just, just yeah. How are we gonna win, win a point? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's just win the point. Right. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of that. Yeah. Love it. I know for like going into a match against like a Theo and Hayden. Yeah. You know, Bill's been at that level for a long time now, and so for him, I feel like mentally it was probably a little bit easier for him to have that expectation to win that we were talking about. For you going in, and you're saying, all right, like we have to win. Was it any different mentally preparing for a team like that where, like, Hayden has been around, been one of the best players in the world for two decades? And, yeah. you know, you got Theo, who's a world-class blocker. Mentally, like, how do you get that shift from being sort of in awe and, like, oh, wow, like, we're playing a world-class team to we're going to win? Because we were playing good ball. Yeah. Like, after I sighted out and I felt like I was in such a rhythm, they were serving me every ball, and I was just like, okay, this is real. Like, I'm playing good volleyball against these guys we can we can beat them yeah and I just felt confident and Bill kind of uh I don't know I forget who was saying it calling him the stallion whisper <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> funny but he had a plan like every every single point right and uh he's a big reason I think he's able to hone in some uh some positive thinking and uh just worry about the play yeah. He he really narrows my focus. Right. Yeah, it seems like Bill's I mean, first of all, fundamentally he's great, you know, mm-hmm. he's gonna 
he's going to take care of every easy ball. He's not going to let a low seam go by him when it, when that's his call. Whereas some people are going to make amazing plays, but then they're going to let that easy one go by. He's just going to take all all the easy plays, all the ones he should take care of, he's going to take care of. Yeah. And I think that's probably... I mean, that's why he's been successful. You know, it's not... His game's not like... You don't look at it and you're like, wow, that guy's... That guy's dominant. He's he's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. You're kind of like, eh, you're like... He's not that fast, doesn't jump that high. He has long-ass arms. Yeah. But, so does but then you watch, and the more you watch, like, it's so consistent. And he's taking care of all the easy balls and, and making matches go in his favor. And I think that consistency as a partner is like, it doesn't matter if you hit a ball out or two balls out because your guy's going to be consistent. He's going to give you that set in the same spot. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you, if you make an error or two errors and then, you, and then your guy pulls your set, and you're like, oh, crap. Like, I can't make three errors, but now you're making it more difficult on me. You know, and you yeah. don't have that consistency. And you don't have the expectation of consistency. I feel like that, that's really, uh, it's helpful to have that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. He's a, he was the best player that I've played with so far in an AVP. Yeah. 100%. And he's also coming into, like, a point in his career where, where he's trying to make that jump into you know he might have done it sooner had he not been banned yeah um but he kind of dug his own grave on that one but but uh yeah, yeah i mean you got to imagine if he, he and miles were on tour the last two years they probably would have tapped into the probably semifinals. i think would be an expectation for them oh yeah miles comes in takes a second hermosa yeah right bill comes, comes takes, takes a second a take a third yeah. it's like where have these guys been yeah right they kind of been uh, taking care of the lower levels and, and winning at that level, which I think there's yeah. a lot to say about that too. Is like, you got to learn how to win, and if you're always at the top level, you're just getting beat and beat and beat. You kind of never really learn how to win, you yeah. know. Yeah. And whereas they kind of did do that. I, I even think of that for myself. I'm like, like God, this is frustrating. Like you know, world tour is so hard. If you get a podium, it's like amazing, right? Yeah. But. I think there's a lot to be said. Like, I, I could totally benefit to going to these seasides and stuff and trying to compete to go win and mm-hmm. and uh, just, like, get that confidence back, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. Miles won three straight seasides in a row. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He won with Bill and Marty. Marty. Was it what? Marty, Bill, and Bill? Or, well, he didn't. Did he play last year? Like, they were gone. They, oh, were they? The, the three seasides, because Zahn and Avery won last year. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe not Adam and Jeremy. Okay. Um, but I think the last three he's played, he's won. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So he's won three straight yeah. for him. That's yeah, pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah. yeah. I feel like with Bill and Miles, like, some of that almost worked in their favor that they went out and they had all a different kind of pressure. You know, because I always talk to Bill, like, whenever he comes to practice in the morning, and he's always just like, you want to talk about pressure, flying to Egypt for a country quota. <laughs> yeah. He's like, there's nothing, like, an AVP qualifier, like, is relaxing compared to that. <laughs> so I feel like it's it, some, like, all that world traveling that him and Miles had to do out of necessity probably prepared him for, like, a lot of these high-stakes moments, like, you guys losing 11-21 to Chase and Casey, um, and then coming back and winning that next set. Like, I feel like... yeah. Bill's probably, like, the best partner for you right now, not only because, like, he's super consistent, but, like, really calm and so smart. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like you can almost see, like, Bill just thinking. And I feel like you guys got better not only as the tournament went on, but every match, the longer the match went, you know, we looked at you guys won every three-setter until the last one, which is really <laughs> impressive. 
Because you, you guys played, what, six three-setters? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't think it's a coincidence that you won all this. I feel like the smarter team will win the third set almost every time. It's funny because Bill, you know, after a big play, I want to celebrate a little bit. <laughs> Strut around. Bill's like, come here. Get over here. And then he, he's bringing me in. He's whispering. He's looking. And he kind of looks at the other team. And he's, he's thinking. And then he looks at the other team. And he's like, go over here. Serve this ball. We're going to do this. That's He's the like, best. You get this. Yeah. So it, it really did narrow my focus yeah. where I didn't yeah. have to think as much as, right. you know, <laughs> I have to do this, I always, have to do this. Oh, that's so helpful. <laughs> yeah. I always crack up. I could see you wanting to celebrate and Bill be like, no, 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 no. come here. <laughs> <laughs> a few times I couldn't know. Yes. Calm down a little. <laughs> Relax. And, uh, but that last game against Casey and Chase coming in the second set and even in the third set, he was firing up the crowd. Yeah. Because he does whatever he thinks it'll take to win. Right. Which is smart. If it's celebrating, it's celebrating. Mm -hmm. If it's not and conserving his energy because he knows it's going (laughs) to, he's going to need it. Yeah. Then he's going to save it. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, like celebrating is really fun, but nothing's more fun than winning. (laughs) You guys did a lot of that this weekend. Yeah. I did a lot of both. (laughs) (laughs) ran a ran a few laps a few extra laps i did (laughs) i did after uh our came and jeremy match when i I ran like full speed around the court (laughs) you were probably so tired (laughs) and then after like why did i do that (laughs) god damn it i have to play again that was so funny how uh how long were the warm-ups as as the tournament went on (laughs) mine got uh shorter and shorter Bills stayed about the same. <laughs> he was so consistent. Yeah, yeah this is routine. He's going to do his routine, and I'm going to do that, but I'm going to cut it um, in the third. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, he, sure. he definitely cut his a little bit too, but yeah. he's a little bit bigger on the, on the warm-ups right. than I am. I'm like, yeah. dude... I'm so warm. <laughs> yeah. I'm overly cooked right now. Yeah. I mean, 45 minutes. It felt like an hour, 45 minutes between every yeah. match that we played. Yeah. We played more than we sat. And yeah. That, that's pretty That's nice. crazy for a beach volleyball tournament where there's usually like a ton of downtime. Yeah. Because my dad lives right across the street, but I couldn't they go were probably back exhausted. to his house. If I was your fan, I would have been exhausted. Like, if I had to watch everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, dude, I need a break. I need to go take a nap. <laughs> that was so funny you say that because a lot of my family that came, which we had a solid crew. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. So Raffi was pissed. He was like, why, why is everyone cheering for Bill? <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. We, we had a good, we had a solid following. But I couldn't go back to my dad's house to catch a break. Like, right. It was there and... Yeah, it was it was a lot. Did yeah. he even make it back to his house to get to take a break? One time, it was right after we lost to to Ratledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, the beginning. Yeah, the, that was the only time I went back. Wow. Yeah. Because there was a a pretty heavy break between that one and then after that, it was just like hyperspeed for you guys the whole mm-hmm. time. Because like right after we played, and you had like half hour, forty five minutes, then you played John yeah. and Theo, and then the next morning you like. Played Kyle and Duncan. Yeah. Turned right around. Turned right around. <laughs> and then you we played, played Rosie. Um, Rosie and Ricardo. Yeah. Had a little three. bit more of a break. Yeah. Um, then we played Avery and Chase. Went to three again. Went to three again. <laughs> <laughs> Love the third set. Yep. 
Crazy. They can cry all they want. They yeah, come out to watch volleyball, sure. so just give them more of it. <laughs> of course. Like, dude, just, like, shank this ball right now. Want to go three? <laughs> 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 oh, man. So with, ridiculous. I feel like with um, it's like with players like you and Troy, and I remember, like, Chase and Brunsting, when they were, like, first starting to come up, everyone always talks about, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, so much potential. It's just a matter of time. Like, so much potential. It's a matter of time. And then we saw, like, Troy's made his breakthrough, and now he's, like, a Sunday regular. Yeah. Was it ever frustrating? Because I'm sure that, like, you got that a ton. Was it ever frustrating for you to, like, hear that and be like, oh, it's just a matter of time? And then you were just like, well, when's it going to happen? I don't know. I know that everyone's timeline's different. Yeah. You know, a lot of people be like, oh, I'm, I'm this age, so I should probably be doing this at this age. Yeah. Because uh, he is. But there's a lot of those pressures, and I feel like it's easy for younger guys, girls, to look up to people the superstars that are coming up when they're right out of college and placing super high. I mean, there's a lot of that. Um, a lot of girls that are my age that are in contention to winning tournaments. And I'm like, man, yeah, when is that going to come? Am I going to be like 25? Am I 26? I don't really know. And I didn't really put too much pressure on myself to do that I just said it's gonna come when it's gonna come like everyone has their own timeline like, I'm just gonna keep grinding yeah so I try not to put too much pressure on myself yeah to want it now to want it now which I do want it now mm-hmm. but right. I feel like there's a psychology factor there for me to really not put too much pressure on myself and not looking for the finish but looking for the growth because once you have that partner once you've done the work then you put it all together and then you have that finish right we are going to take a quick second to pause for a commercial break from our sponsors who keep the show moving forward as always, as do you, the listeners. You guys are by far the most important part of this show. Uh, just wanted to give a huge thank you to everyone who always says hi at the beach and says thanks for the show, thanks for all the information for putting it out. And honestly, it, I almost feel bad taking gratitude and thanks because it's just a blast. It's an absolute blast for me and try to just talk volley, and it's an absolute blast to know that you guys are listening. So a huge thank you to you guys, the listeners. You are the reason that we do the show in the first place and the reason that it keeps going on. Uh, Another big reason is the fact that you are still supporting our sponsors, Um, one of our favorites, obviously. The ball maker of them all, Wilson Volleyball. The AVP plays with it. The CBVA plays with it. The college girls play with it. Everyone plays with Wilson Volleyball, except for the FIVB, who uses them in Costa. But we're not going to worry about that for now, because for now, it's the end of AVP season, which means that your balls are probably a little bit beat up and you probably need some replacements. So order some at wilsonvolleyball.com and use our discount code WILSONSAND for 20% off. All right, that'll get you a bunch of new volleyballs that you'll need heading into the offseason at the end of season here uh, as it winds down. Our next sponsor, now all the Beats players listen to this, you need, you need something to do with all your prize money. Might as well go over to Pacific Coast Wealth Management, hit up our guys over there. They can help you out with a retirement portfolio. They can put your money in all the right spots. They're great guys. They know beach volleyball. They're the ones who help put on the Laguna Beach Open. So hit up our guys at Pacific Coast Wealth Management and talk to them about your finances today. And last but certainly not least of our sponsors, we have Firefly Recovery. And God bless those guys at Firefly because they are the only reason that my knees are still intact at this point in the season. 
travel. You can. It, it isn't just a, a pain to travel anymore. You can actually recover while you travel. You can just strap them on your knees, and it moves the blood flow around. So you, when you step off the plane, you're not all stiff, and you don't need a full day or two to get ready to play. You are just ready to rock and roll as soon as you step off the plane. If you are an office worker, you can slap those things on while you're in the office, and then it'll go. I've gotten a lot of messages about Firefly and how great they are, so give them a try today at Firefly Recovery. And now, back to the show. I saw a really good quote the other day that like your um, your results are a lagging result of uh, a lagging like finish of your habits. So you put together your habits say two years ago, mm-hmm. and that'll pay off like three years after that. Yeah. And so like all the stuff that you're doing, like none of it's immediate. It's like same thing like your like how you look is like a lagging result of your diet, and same thing. So I feel like with you, like I've seen like how hard you've been working. And like, so I was one of those people who was like, it's just a matter of time until Brandon yeah. makes it through. Now we have it. What then, did I do two years before <laughs> I broke my hand? <laughs> <laughs> trying to think about that. Well, that's what I mean. You look at, you know, all the Hawaiian kids and like, it makes total sense that you guys are so good because you developed the beach habits so early mm-hmm. and so young that like your results came much earlier because those habits were developed right. at such a young age. Yep. It's like the baby court is so legendary about, for a What reason. about the mental habits? Yeah, that's what I want to know about. It's the same thing. I mean, because you're playing, you're getting the experience, developing it at at a young age, and then yeah, you're just building and building. I mean, what age did you guys first? Do you first remember doing something? You know, someone might not have even told you, but you're doing something to like figure out your mental game in sports. Like I remember, in it was probably it was in high school, maybe like junior senior year in high school where I was where I realized like when I th- thought too much and I, I didn't even know anything about meditation sports psychology all that yeah but when I tried too hard basically that was the first thing I noticed when I tried too hard I sucked and then when I just like sat back <laughs> and and I my coach told me he would tell everyone what to do you do this you do this you do this and we try don't think so I'd be like okay that's my thing just don't think and I'll play good so I kept that, like, through college and everything. And then I picked up, once I went pro, like, I would literally repeat that in my head. And and I didn't know it was, like, a real sports psychology. But once I went pro, picked up a sports psychology book, Inner Game of Tennis, and then, like, it's just <laughs> freaking compiled from there, you know, where you're just constantly trying new things out. And you're like, oh, I'm going to... I thought this last match, so I'm going to keep doing that. And if it stops yeah. working, I'll change it. But if it doesn't, then I'm going to keep it forever. Yeah, yeah. And then you just keep building this wealth of knowledge and you keep keep growing. But it's funny because it seems like it never changes. Like, you know, that, that place where you were at last week, let's say. Yeah. And you're like, am I going to get that? Am I going to get that breakthrough? Blah, blah, blah. Now you're here and you're going to reset your mind. You're going to be like, now I want this. You know, you always want yeah. the next thing, and it never sure. really feels better. It just the the idea of moving forward feels better, but not like yeah. because I'm here at step four. I still I want five, and I feel the same way as I did when I was at step two, and I wanted three. So you kind of have to like relax into that and just be like, that's that's just the journey. But the part that feels good is moving forward and growing and learning. Yeah, and then you kind of just try to find ways to move and grow and understand that it really is a two-step forward, one-step back journey. For sure. So, like, when you're in those lows, you're like, this is just brutal. But then 
at some point you break through and you take that step to step five, six, whatever, it's infinite. Uh, and you're just, and then you're like, oh, it's all worth it. And then you just reset. Oh, now I want to go here. And, you're, and then it sucks and it's good and bad. And then eventually you take that step. People, people give up. Like people give expectations up Expectations are so high and they mm-hmm. want it so badly, but they're yeah. not willing to stick it out. Right. And it's not like it's a guaranteed that you're going to get it, that you're putting in the work. Right. But I feel like the doubt in people's minds yeah. is just the reason why they lose. Like, yeah, and you got to put thought into it, I think. You know, think about what you're actually setting a goal to do. Is it actually possible, first mm-hmm. of all? Yeah. And is it what you really want? Is actually going to are you actually going to be fulfilled when you get there? Yeah. And be happy and is there somewhere to go from there, you know? I think some people set goals like whether it's financial or like I just want to make this amount of money and then you're like I I wanted to make 100 grand. And then like me, I like I thought I thought I'd be <laughs> when I was younger, I didn't know anything about <laughs> money. I thought I could be set for life with 100 grand. <laughs> yeah. Eventually I got there and I was just like Oh, it's gone. Wow, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. Throw a little here, throw a little there, and we're back to square one. Okay. I guess I need like 500, you know? So now I'm trying to get to 500. <laughs> not, Long not, story short. This weekend's not really getting, getting me there. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the mental game's just constantly growing, you know? And it also transfers into the real world a lot as I'm learning, as I'm taking this next step with a family and having a kid, I'm like, wow, this is like, yeah, your mind explodes. You're yeah. like, holy crap, there's so much more to everything I ever thought. You know, I was just worried about myself. And then I got married, okay, worry about the wife, like that's a game changer. But now it's a kid, I'm like, whoa, like 100% dependent on me and even my volleyball, realistically, which yeah, different I have to, so I have to figure out how to take on that challenge and not take on that pressure because that's a way gnarlier pressure than than yeah. just me wanting to win Manhattan or winning yeah you know some prize money do you think so that's gonna ending. take less pressure off you I'm I'm or sure. more right now I'm just like hands up I surrender, <laughs> I surrender. I'm like <laughs> whatever happens. I'm just gonna come back yeah. after this kid and just re- I'm fully reset and just be okay with whatever comes because I don't know the answer that's so right. I could try to like no figure it out and then commit to it yeah but I don't know it, the answer yeah. yet. So I'm just going to let life kind of tell me what to do and then uh, go from there. But, I mean, I've had a lot of sh- stuff happen to me throughout the years that tells me that this one will be fine too. You know, you just trust it and, and find your, uh, your path through it. Yeah. Life has prepared you for some adversity. <laughs> yeah. Sure. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my mission now is, is just to... Stay on the court. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's my new mission. I want to win and all. I still want to win and, and obviously the Olympics, but geez, I just, I think I just need to set my mission to stay on the court. Yeah. That's, that's good, important. Good things happen Seriously. after that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good things tend to happen when I'm just there. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. With you, E, like coming into the season, we, we talked a little bit about expectations and, and doubt and how, you know, Corey talked to you about, you know, wanting to win versus expecting to win. Mm-hmm. How did you balance kind of the like the ex- expectations which everybody has no matter how hard like we try to fight those expectations. Yeah. And I think everybody has a little bit of like at least a seed of doubt at some point if you say losing like a qualifier or something you're just like well maybe 
I'm not as good as I thought I was. How do you go about managing that? Like, because I know for me, I just look at the tiny micro gains yeah. from each tournament, and like that helps me. But all right, well, like we did get better because I passed better on the left than I ever have, or whatever it may be. Also, like paying your rent. Like, yeah. How's that part? Right, <laughs> like, because like, yeah. a lot of people have to get jobs. Yeah, and I don't know what it is at your level right now. Like everyone's different, what they got to do. But yeah, how's that been? <laughs> um, <clears throat> luckily I have my parents mm-hmm. to help me out with that, because mm-hmm. otherwise I would still be at home. Yeah, but yeah. I coach here and there, uh, give private lessons, and then I also work at a bar called Georgia's, which is up the street from you guys, uh, nice. Aviation and Prospect. Oh, so I bar yeah, back there. Yeah. <laughs> you need to be a bartender. You would be the greatest bartender. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the old school guys used to do back in the day. They'd yeah, train totally. all day, yep. and then they'd go to their bartending job, mm-hmm. and then later I'll probably be some real estate agent. Invest all my volleyball money in yeah. real estate. <laughs> in the off season, I sold a piece of fitness equipment and traveled the country doing that. Rad. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then before that, I was working uh, aerospace manufacturing, making small components for missile defense systems in a sweaty machine shop. Whoa. <laughs> You've got Dude, full spectrum. Everyone's here. got, like, their <laughs> story, you know? Like, it's yeah. so different, everyone you ask, you know? Like, some people are fortunate to have a little help here so they can make ends meet, and some people give themselves a timeline, right? So yeah. So it's like... It's like the Will Montgomery, and and I've heard of a few other players uh, uh, doing this as well. But they're like, this date, if I after this season, three years, if I didn't make it, I don't know what make it means. Uh, then then I'm quitting and I'm gonna get a real job and move on in the real world, which isn't for me. Like I I don't believe in the whole yeah timeline what, thing, but it Jake works for some did. people. Yeah, Jane said, all right, you got uh, like I forget if it was. Two, it was two to five. Yeah. I forget what the actual number was, but she's like, if if, if you're not like providing for the family, mm-hmm. like we're going back to Utah. You're getting in the business, <laughs> right? And then oh, man. Jake wins one with Adam Jewell gets picked up by Stein. He's the best player in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. And Jane was like, wow, wow, worked you, out. <laughs> thank I you. Crack the whip more often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, that's crazy. Yeah. I think uh, the whole timeline thing. Um, the, and the coolest thing about playing with Bill, I'll tell you, is so my senior year of high school, I fell off a cliff in Abalone Cove. I was <laughs> climbing. The rock snapped on me. I went down 20 feet. I broke my hand. I had 32 stitches in this hand. I had to get knee surgery. And <clears throat> I was like, all right, like some of these D2, like maybe like one or two D1 schools, but like most D2 schools, I felt like I D3 I could have gone to. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'll just stay local. But I ended up going to OCC in Costa Mesa. You grew up and you went, went to Redondo. Redondo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. I wanted to get like a little bit away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and OCC had a really good team and I liked the coach there. Just popped out of the bubble a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go here. I'm going to get focused. Like, I'm going to transfer in a year, get out of there. I busted my ass. The first day of practice, I showed up and the coach was like, you're redshirting. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm getting out of here like in a year to right. go play at a D1. This isn't happening. Right. And then I, uh, he said that in every day of practice, I'd go in, this guy, Ryan Clayton, who ended up playing at UC Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. I was competing against him. 
and he's an awesome guy. We're buddies to this day, but I'll be like, hey, coach said uh, you're out. Uh, <laughs> and he'd be like, okay. And then we'd switch. I'd get in. And the coach would be like, why the hell is Baratic in? Clayton, get back in. And uh, I'd like grab a rag and start like freaking ragging it up. But uh, I, kept, up I kept doing that. Yeah. And then I'd go back the, the next day. Uh, coach told me I'm in. He's like, no, no, you're serious this time? I was like, yeah, I'm serious this time. <laughs> I did that so much that he, he started to see my play, and then I ended up starting that season. But I dropped out because I was so um, discouraged with my grades and everything that I wasn't going to be able to make it through. And that's when I started working for my dad at the aerospace manufacturing company. I'm like, is this going to be my life? Like, I'm going to be working in a machine shop? Mm-hmm. Um. And I did that for a little while, and I one day I didn't show up to work, <laughs> and it was actually then the next day I told my dad, yeah, I'm coming. I didn't show up to work. I got on my skateboard and cruised down and, and met Holly McPeak on the beach, and I asked her for a coaching job. And then she told me there was this guy, his name's Marcio Sicoli. he wears Pepperdine gear, he'll be down tomorrow at 15th Street. And then I... I cruise down to the beach and I see this guy coming down the steps with Pepperdine gear. Looks like a Brazilian guy. I'm like, oh, you must be Marcio. And from that point on, the next morning, I was uh, helping out Carrie and April and then Bill and Casey every day for like four months. Nice. Eight Ooh. to 10, April, Carrie, uh, 10 to 12, Bill and Casey. Just volunteering. Yeah, just volunteering. Uh, and, but that's when I met Bill. I was like 18, 19. Mm-hmm playing against him wow so it was really special to play with bill and i remember at that point like i i just got my double a yeah and then my triple a and carrie was posting my instagram like keep working e and i was like this is the coolest thing ever (laughs) and that's why i wanted to be a professional volleyball player like I, i had no clue and i had i actually had no intention of going out to play and um play i actually wanted to coach mm-hmm. i was like my playing's done right. i'm gonna coach i'm gonna go under marcio i started to coach redondo high school and then their beach team their indoor and then i had a, a men's and women's team um for mizuno and rockstar um and we were doing well i got i have a, a bronze medal indoor and nice. a silver medal <laughs> so there you go. i'll take it my, yeah. my, my jo's career <laughs> coaching only but uh, that's how it kind of sparked me because April and Carrie, just seeing them grind for Rio mm-hmm. and then Bill and Casey and just the energy and the grit and how Marcio was so, f- got him in line. Like every freaking practice, he brought that fire and yeah. I was just like, holy shit, I can do this. I want to do this. This is great. Um, and then we were talking about expectations. Mm-hmm. When I said I wanted to be a professional volleyball player when I had my double A, to my friends and family, they all looked at me like I was crazy. They're like, oh, yeah, you want to be an actor too? (laughs) (laughs) Hollywood's right over there. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, you probably have a better shot at that. I'm like, like, thanks, Dick. (laughs) Um, So that was kind of a a funny and weird thing that I struggled with. And having my dad, having a family, a successful family business, He's like, just come here. Like, your life will be set. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you have this. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, no, I'm going to suffer. 
and play beach volleyball. <laughs> Suffer and go to the beach every morning. <laughs> and it was funny because now, like, today my dad is the biggest fan. My mom always said, like, day one, like, you can do it. Yeah. Like, right. You can do it. Yeah. But my dad was always like, oh, like, you want to do, you want me to get you in, like, a trade school? Or yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are you thinking here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to be uh, a hairdresser? I remember every day he would send me ideas. Wow. And we were just like constantly butting heads. Yeah. That was ridiculous. But I ended up moving out and then, uh, I don't know, something, something sparked. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. What comes to mind for me is I, I think, uh, I mean, most people that make it or like, you know, struggle in the beginning, they, they just have like a drive to like learn and understand the value of learning versus being given things. Yeah. So like the fact that you went out there and volunteered your time and was like so stoked on gaining the knowledge, I think that's that's probably the factor that it's pushing you to where you're at now. And uh, I think I mean you've come up to me a few times, right, over the last few years. I yeah. think in Austin or something, and you're just like this young guy, like, hey, like, so what are they doing out there? Like, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'm just watching the match, dude. It's like, like, like. Are they doing it right or like, <laughs> like just trying to learn anything? I'm like, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, oh, man. I kind of just wing it out there, but I, you know, try to say something. You know, Yo, try give me something. Sure. <laughs> totally. Give me something to walk Help away me. with you. I'm like, I'm not much of a thinker out there. I just kind of go. That's funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's good though. Like that's that's what you got to do. I think I I need to do that more for people who have, you know, are good at other things that I'm not so good at. And, um, yeah, I think you got to continue that for sure. Valuing that knowledge, especially when you're young, like for all the young players coming up and coming, like they got to follow in your footsteps in that sense. And everyone's going to have their own journey. And some people are going to come from nothing and, and have to fight that way. And other people are going to come from maybe being, I'm not gonna, you know, coming from a lot and, yeah. and a lot, in a lot of ways, that's hard to, to break through because everything's been given to you and you really have to like take it upon yourself to value that knowledge and, and that those experiences, you can't just be given your parents can't hand you a, you know, a main draw wild or birth, you know? No. Um, so yeah, good on you for that. For sure. Keep learning, buddy. It's good to ask older players to like, I think we all want to help each other out, but but we're also like competitors, so I know, it's, it's a weird it's, balance. It's right? tricky, but I think you got to go for it. You know, yeah. most players just like respect it. If if you're from afar and you're playing and, and you're showing that you're a competitor, it's like, all right, I got to beat his ass. But if you come up and and you like want to learn, then you're like, oh, okay, like I could be a part of helping this guy come up. And and I think the older players will like want to be a part of that and, and help out for sure. Yeah. Miles has been a, a big help. Miles Evans for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. We've been buddies ever since I was coaching at Rockstar. He was there and we met the first day. I remember we were sitting together, um, helping these little girls with their, um, like uniform, like fittings and different things, <laughs> which sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> but no, like, like, Oh, we're going to mark you down for a large. We're going to make you down for you know, <laughs> right. a size. I'm glad you're specific like, on that. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> um, just to be clear. Anyways, <clears throat> we, Miles and I both looked at each other. We're like, I don't really know what I'm doing. He's like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm like, 
What's up, dude? <laughs> want to hang out? Yeah, I want to hang out. It was funny, and I had seen him play, and I was like, dude, this guy's so freaking good. And uh, Ricardo DeMonte, his coach at the time, and Miles, we were working like six months straight together, like four or five days a week, where it was just uh, Ricardo coaching, Miles and I. So Miles and I have always had that kind of connection ever since I was like 18, 19. Yeah. And then now to this day... He'll, he'll be like, dude, i got to teach you a few things. So he's always been kind of that for me. And then I've you know, told him, like, dude, freaking get it together. Come on, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> no, do it. He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah. It's yeah. good that you have definitely surrounded yourself with, like, a really strong community of people who, like, I always think that you're a product of the five people that you spend the most time with. And, like, you look at the people that you spend the most time with, and they're all, like, like, pretty electrifying beach volleyball players like you miles you and troy now you and bill like all of you guys are coming up together which i think is great and then you going down to the beach just to spend time with marcia one of the best coaches in the game today and carrie and april two of the best athletes in the history of the sport and two of the best athletes in just sport in general yeah and you get bill and casey like how much did you learn just from being around them and just observing I think the biggest thing was, like, attitude, uh, work ethic, but it was more so, like, you have to be professional. You have to train like a professional. Carrie would always be like, this is my job. Five times a week, I go to the, go to the office, go to the beach, yeah. and, and they would five times a week, and they bring the same intensity yeah. every single day. Uh, same thing with Casey. So I, re- I respect the hell out of those guys. Yeah. I remember when I was in, uh, when I lived in Huntington, I don't know how much you've trained down there, um, but so uh, it used to be when, so when Casey and Jake were playing together and mm-hmm. they lived in Huntington, they had court one yeah. on the south side of the pier and that was their spot. And when I first moved here, like I didn't know that that was their thing. So I like, you know, put my bag down on court one and mm-hmm. Casey shows up. I was like, oh my God, it's Casey Patterson. He immediately starts putting his lines like over top of mine. <laughs> and he's just like, do I come into your office and sit at your desk? He's like... No, you don't. He's like, all right, you're going to take court three. Because <laughs> court two was Ty Trambley's. Oh, man. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I like, ridiculous. picked up my lines and moved them over. That was the first time that I like thought that, wow, this is actually someone's job. Yeah. Because like, at the time, I was just like, oh, this is a fun thing to do. That's a tricky thing. It's like a fine line, you know? Someone goes in a court, you're like, yeah, I, I understand. Because like, most people get mad. Even if yeah. you're a pro, you're like, listen, this is our job. Like, They'll still get mad. Oh, of course. It's a public court. You know, we're like, yeah, but we're here like every day. Yeah, and like this is the court we come to. Like, you know, yeah, but it's a fine line. I like, yeah, um, it's, it is. I really respected it at the time though. And me and Casey were talking about it the other day at practice that you know now that him and Jake have left and there's not any uh, like most of like the the big guys are in Hermosa or Manhattan now that it's like total anarchy in Huntington. But I, it used to be <laughs> such a point of pride to be on court. Like, that front row of courts on the south side. Like, court two was Trambley's. Like, to get on that court was, like, you earned it. And court one was Casey and Jake's. And, like, to get on that, like, you earned it. Now it's just, like, there's none of that. Like, there was, like, some really cool tradition there. Yeah. I thought it was, like, just really cool, like, to have that in Huntington. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, 8th Street, those were Rosie's courts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, it turned into a crapshoot with everybody. (laughs) It was Mesco for a while. Yeah, Mesco. Mesco, if you're listening, circus. you blew it. <laughs> yeah, dude, the house you invited burnt, way too many people. The house burnt down. <laughs> it was like arson in front. Oh yeah. man, it's crazy. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's, that's a bummer. <laughs> 808 the Strand. 
Yeah. It needed to be in the hands of a Hawaiian. 808. It did. <laughs> so, Madame Pele burned it down. <laughs> the fire goddess. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but it is funny. Like, I talked to Jose, and, like, he talks about back in the day. And it was, like, everyone just goes to Marine Street every day. Yeah. And they hang out from 9 in the morning to till the sun goes down. And they just <laughs> stayed there. Play. And just played. Yeah, whoever shows up, just people. And, like, people... Uh, could come in and try to beat them too and like beat them off their court like yeah you can play just if we beat you then leave (laughs) beat it (laughs) that's hilarious you can try to beat us and they would just run the court like that and play and like not even drill really and party really hard (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably having drinks during the practices probably um, yeah it's, it's interesting how it's changed so much now Jose like hides himself I won't even say where right I know secret you mentioned that uh, you know you put in like kind of the work and you know the quote unquote grind that everybody loves to, to put out there every day. Like, what does it look like for you right now? Like, what's kind of the day to day? Um. Well, tomorrow. I mean, I'll even start. You know, after this, I'm gonna go to the gym. Yeah. Uh, then I'm gonna go to work, and I'm gonna wake up in the morning. I'm gonna play with Rosie against Jake and Taylor. Nice. Um, which is my first Solid ever practice, Jake right? and Taylor call. Uh-huh. There you go. So that was, that was pretty cool. Getting After, Rosie up in the net. You earned the call. <laughs> earned the call. Yeah, I earned the call. There you that, go. Was, that was my first call. And I earned this call, too. Yeah, true. I was like, you know what? When I uh, when I get this call, it means I did something <laughs> good. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. So thank you, by the way. Yeah. Dude, stoked course, to have you on. Yeah. Stoked that you earned your way on. You're the best story of the week. I'll take it. Sorry, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. <laughs> no, he's going to be on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's already been on too many times. Okay. So we'll see. <laughs> How no, fun was uh, it playing on Sunday? It was uh, It was amazing. Yeah. Is it different vibes? I've never been there. So is it any different than playing on a Saturday? What was it like going to the player's tent in comparison I felt to the days before? felt good I just felt like you know I walk in there and then people aren't looking at me like oh that guy's gonna lose like there was a different energy and I just like felt it within and I felt other people was like looking at them like come on let's go pussy (laughs) 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 like take it it. let's go yeah Yeah. so I don't know it just it felt it felt like I finally like belonged in Mm -hmm. there yeah. Where I was just Rather than in sneaking there. in and grabbing snacks on Sunday, yeah. like, oh, I still got my player pass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, hey. Uh, I would never ask to get, like, worked on, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. on, a, on a Sunday, like, take someone's spot or, right. but, you know. It just, uh, it, was, it, was, it felt good. It felt really good. Yeah. The, the best thing about it was how many people came to support us. Mm-hmm. That was the best part. Yeah. So... We had a lot of fans. Yeah. Everybody loves an underdog story. Yeah. I feel like they you do guys, love like every win, you guys probably just picked up another just pack of fans and another pack of fans. And I was watching, um, totally. me and Delaney were watching your semifinal while we were driving uh, home from church. And I was like, this place is mobbed. And they're playing a really popular team, Casey and Chase. Mm-hmm. And no one's rooting for Casey and Chase. It was yeah. crazy. That was pretty insane. <laughs> yeah. It was cool, though. I could look around the, the court. And I felt like I knew a lot of people. So I felt like, you know, a lot of people in the South Bay that at one point I had seen or they were on the court next to me training or I'd coached their son or there was some sort of right. relation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I felt like I had that home court advantage. I mean, Hermosa, Manhattan, I grew up here in Redondo. Yeah. I'm running around the Strand almost every day. Yeah. So it felt like I definitely had that home court advantage with a lot of my friends and my family and acquaintances. Sounded like it. I think you do, you and and Troy especially, do such a good job of just getting fans just with your personalities, both, like, on the court, off the court, social media. Like, you guys are always just, like, happy bouncing around. Like, and Troy especially. Yeah, he's a a social media guy. Yeah, like, that guy. I'm not going to take that. That guy loses, and then, like, 20 minutes later, he's, like, helping Mark Schurman with the halftime show, and he's just, like, bouncing around, like, happy as can be. And I I was like how does he do that? Like, I lose, and I just want to, like, go sit in the ocean yeah. for three hours and oh, not gosh. talk to a single person. And then, like, not that, like, either of you take, like, losing, not, like, you're not serious sure. about it. For sure. But you're able to respond really well, I think. And I think that you're, just the way your personalities are, like, you attract those fans. Like, you earn them. So it's fun to watch. I don't know. I think my buddy sent me a text, and he was like, hey, Eric, uh, I'm really impressed with the way that you compose yourself you played like a like a true professional and now you're at a different role and you know you're gonna have kids looking up to you now and I feel like there's a little of that you know yeah maybe when you lose and some kids you know out front wanting to get an autograph mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be like yo beat it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I, I can't get mad if some little kids coming up to me and saying good job or and I feel For like sure. Troy, like, after he has a great match, like, why not? Like, even if you lose, like, go and have fun and yeah, screw around with Mark Sherman. Yeah, right. So, I don't know. I think it, at that point, it's more than, it is, like, a little bit more than volleyball. Yeah. People are coming and taking their time out of their day. If they lose, like, show some gratitude and thank them for coming. Yeah. And then uh, scream into a towel <laughs> as loud as you can. In Hermosa, I uh, I got a red card yeah. for screaming "Wake the f up" at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and then the year before, I got a red card for uh, didn't use the towel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, I go out, I go, I swim straight out to sea, and then I just dive. I'm just under there, just doing my thing. Yeah, for 30, 30 seconds to a minute or so. <laughs> yeah, but I'm cursing Hermosa with a red card because the year before that I kicked a ball, almost destroyed someone. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I am so sorry. It was not me back there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's just like a different different role. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I did. I got yellow carded. Hey, congrats! Uh, in our match against you guys, From Mr. Nice Guy over I here. I didn't even. Yeah. It wasn't even me. Rafi got me the yellow card. Oh, so you didn't even too long. The ref. It was really for funny. Peeing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go to the bathroom, That's awesome. and like the bathrooms in Manhattan were not close to our. No, court. they were so far. Yeah, it was probably like if he had walked, it it would have been like five ten minute walk and then he had to pee and like Rafi drinks like 20 bottles of water per match so like that's another 10 minutes gone and walk back that's probably why he lost he couldn't (laughs) run to to snag my high line because he's so tired from running to the bathroom totally so the ref is like I'm really sorry about this but since you're the standing captain right now I have to give you a a yellow card she's like are you ready it's really pretty (laughs) I like fake freaked out it's like no way this is (laughs) pull the line jeez it's so funny. Got oh. carded for a different reason. Yes. <laughs> Better reason. Yeah. Still yeah. not for uh, losing your cool. No. One day. In, yeah. in practice, I like let it go sometimes, and then it's like, 
I'm okay for matches, but practice, uh, I'll give the ball a good punt or two, and then I have a nice long walk to get the ball. I come back, and I'm cool. <laughs> I think it's whatever you can, like, really handle. Yeah. You can't get so frustrated that you're out of it. Mm-hmm. But I know Casey Patterson, we'll see him just, like, scream, and then he's back. Yeah. My dad texted me. It was funny because he went to AVP New York last year. And he, so he called me. He always watches the finals on Amazon. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm watching this one. He's like, your buddies are Trevor. I was like, yeah. And he goes, I saw Reed punt a ball into the Hudson in New York. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his last memory. Watching a different guy now. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's more fun to be a little more animated, too. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like this sport, it's, it's not what it, it used to be. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how we can get more money and, and sponsorships right. and People aren't going to want to sponsor someone who is just completely boring and right. dull. Right. Yeah. What is the appeal? Right. There's no appeal. Yeah. And you have to, of course, be yourself. Yeah, And exactly. if you're, you can't fake it, like if you are that, that guy, there's going to be something. There's going to be a char- characteristic if you're truly you. Right. R- regardless. Let it it's out. Go. Yeah. It's going to come out of you right. uh, at some point if you're, if you're not holding back. Yeah. But uh, there's something different. There's a vibe that's different on tour now than there was in the 80s and the 90s. Totally. Where there would be less red cards, yeah. less yellow cards <laughs> flowing. Totally. But I don't know. I kind of want to see it. It's a fine line, yeah. right? Like, yeah, no, yeah. Everyone, the, everyone says that. Like, we got to be more like, like, if you bring Hov in here, he's like, you guys are a bunch of bitches. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I'm like, ah, yeah, I get it. But it's also a different time, and yeah, it is to a certain extent, people don't want to see that. But like what you said, if you can bring out your authentic, raw emotions, that's what people want to see. They just want to see, sure. see you, be you. Share, yeah, share, share what, yeah. what you're feeling, yeah. basically. And you have to, you know, don't get red cards at the wrong time. Don't be a bad influence on on the kids watching around. For sure, but. I mean, we're entertainers, right? And and people want to relate to us, so they want to feel those feelings that we're feeling on the court. So I think that's yeah, basically what you're saying. We got to let it out a little bit. It's just hard yeah. to it's hard to find the balance. And I don't think we can always look back to the other. Just, oh wow, I should pull the net down like Karch Karai did, like have a full meltdown. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can't like really compare to what they did because it was such a different time, and sure. it was a party sport back then. For sure. Now the AVPs, this is a family lifestyle kind of mm-hmm. sport uh so just so gotta that, keep that it real whatever I, that means yeah that means yeah. i wasn't supposed to be drinking between our matches corner <laughs> <laughs> brew dude corner <laughs> brews no you do what you gotta do but yeah that's fair but it's it's a corner brew kind of you know i didn't say that party. Really. i didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> i feel like one of the most important things that i've found in my game is figuring out my on-court personality and like who I am as a competitor and I feel like that's something that you're dialing in right now because I feel like we've both kind of gone through different phases like there was one point where I was like alright I'm going to be super serious and I'm going to be like kind of mad and I was like so tight and tense and it just like was so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and then I was like almost too relaxed and then now I'm at this point where like I'm just super comfortable just being like like really happy and like I'm happy to celebrate and like if I've do something stupid, I'll, like, literally laugh at myself out loud. And, like, it got to the point where, like, Miles was just, like, 
that was pretty hilarious. So, like, you just said a jumbo 45 feet long. Yeah. Rafi's not used to it yet. <laughs> but, yeah. like, just figuring out who you are as a competitor, I think, is so big. And I feel like that's probably something that's helping you out because it seems like you're finding who you are on the court. Yeah. I think Bill helped me with that this tournament. Um, but it also is that, like, the want to win. Yeah. So I felt myself being a lot more competitive than normal. Like, yeah. after the game, I was just like, yo, sorry, like, maybe I didn't high-five you here, but I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, I felt like there was a different Eric on the court this weekend um, with just a different energy, more of like a, uh, you know, screw yeah. you energy. Yeah. Which very, uh, I needed it. Yeah. But Bill uh, also kept me focused in that. It's very similar energy, I think, to like an Avery Drost off the court, the nicest dude on the planet. Yeah. And like on yeah. the court, like he'll get super intense. Dr. He's Jekyll. like this ruthless competitor. <laughs> yeah. And like I love competitors like that. They're like fire, fire, fire nonstop. As soon as it's over, like it's off. And yeah. he's like great again. He'll like after our match, we lost 16 14. He's like, dude, like awesome match. He's like, I'm really sorry I like yelled a bunch. I was like, dude. Like, let it go. Yeah. Like, have at it. Like, I love that yeah. fire. And then, like, as soon yeah. as it's over, like, shakes your hand and tells you what a great job yeah, you like did. Yeah, like, within seconds. Yeah. And I'm, like, still in that competitive mode. Like, yeah. I'm, like, like get away I'll from smash me. a ball. And he'll be like, ah, scream. And he's like, hey, you played really well today. Like, great yeah. job. I'm like, what? Yeah. Wait. Let's step off the court. Like, I'm still, I'm still yeah. mad at you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, nobody can turn it on and off. As quick as Avery, that's yeah. for sure. He does a great job. But you got to be able to do it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some players over the years who have, Can't. you know, storming out of the tent, and, mm-hmm. like, they don't want to look you in the eyes and, like, you know, all that. And, like, the tent. This is beach we, volleyball. Like, yeah. this isn't tennis where you, like, can have your separate group and go your separate way at all times and whatever. Like, we travel the world together. We travel the country together. Let's not make this a year-long, like, yeah. dilemma. Like, mm-hmm. when we step on the court... Gloves are off. Yeah. But off the court, figure it out. Suck yeah. it up. Yeah, we were talking about the tent. The tent's such a weird place. Isn't it weird on Sunday? I was going to say that earlier. Because now there's less people, and it's only the people you're about to fight <laughs> against. And you want it more and more. There's yeah. more on the line, and it's just like you're sitting across the table with them. When yeah. I first went, I was like, I came down this morning to the beach like with the mindset of hating you already. Yeah. But now I'm like eating breakfast next to you and you're talking to me. And so your like, kids. <laughs> and your kids are really cute and yeah. playing with me and like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. You, you really have to get used to that. It's a, it's a weird balance that I was trying to figure out. Like, oh, do I, like, even look at you? <laughs> right. <laughs> can I look at them? Can I look at them? Bill. Bill, can I look at them? Yeah. <laughs> Bill would be like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're rolling out, like, absolutely not. Yeah. That's funny. Don't look at me now. Don't, don't look at them. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Different, different vibe. For Probably sure. Probably something that maybe only beach volleyball players will have. Totally. Yeah. It's like us in the Olympic race. We travel the world with each other, and we're, mm-hmm. like, sharing flights across the world. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I just want to hate you at all times. Like, my mi- number one mission is to beat you, but it's just not worth my time to be stressed out yeah. off the court Can, right, right. during this whole year. Like, Can. I got to be able to sit down, like, at dinner with you because there might be one table open at the players' dinner, and all the Americans are there. So, yeah, it, it is 
definitely beach volleyball. It's just I think it's one of the unique. most mentally, like, just exhausting and tough sports. Totally. Because it's, it's constant. And it's, uh, it's something that we, you don't get a lot of credit for. It's something that you may not get a lot of money for. Maybe you do. Um, but, yeah, you're always traveling with each other. You're seeing each other. You're training against each other. It's just the most bizarre vibe. But I feel like if you come, you know, with it, with a good attitude, yeah. it, could be, it could be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And now we're moving on to Chicago. Yeah. And so you guys, you and Bill, staying together? Cause I know staying part, together. Partnership changes have been insane yeah. on the men's side. It went bananas. So I didn't know like where you guys were being in the mix-up of that, but staying together for Chicago. As soon as we lost, I was like, Chicago? Seal <laughs> <laughs> like, that one like up. I'll sign that. us up <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to sign us up today. Automatic main draw. Congrats. No Good more for qualifiers you, for Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, Keep it that way. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. It'll be amazing to see what you can do without three extra matches on your legs. <laughs> It'll be fun. And, yeah. and maybe that's like the extra, the different type of pressure that mm-hmm. you can like put on yourself. Right. Maybe you can, maybe you don't. We'll maybe. see. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Now we do <laughs> have, fun uh, dealing with it, whatever yeah. it is. Well, where, actually, where can people follow you along uh, on social media and such to figure out what's in the life of Eric Baranek? Uh, Eric Baranek, uh, beach volleyball. Nice. Beach volley. You might see a lot of Troy Field and uh, some the ENT show. ENT some show. questionable stuff going on there. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've been pretty chill. I haven't even posted on Instagram that I, you know I got my my third finish because yeah. I have to keep checking the website Dude, to make just sure do it's a real. Great sandcast <laughs> post tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Posting tomorrow, right? Uh, Brandy's tomorrow. Oh, Brandy's tomorrow. Sorry. Yeah. Or just you're, uh, more you're important. The, yes, that's, you're the fine. that's fine. You're the Wednesday before the qualifier. You don't have to play. Perfect. So. Oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So our fans can listen to this and then watch you in Chicago. Done. Exactly. I like it. Now we do have uh, one question we ask all of our listeners. If you had yeah. to give one piece of advice to an up-and-coming beach volleyball player, what would that piece of advice be? Whew. Yeah, I was, I was gearing up for this one. <laughs> and... Um, one piece of advice, don't listen to anyone except for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you know, if this is something that you want to do and you want to yeah, strive for and it's something realistic, hopefully you're, you're a functioning human in society, you know, <laughs> it's, it can be real, it can be done, then you got to keep sticking with it and not let those losses discourage you. Uh, doesn't matter the finish, but just take away something from each tournament and then work towards those during practice and slowly but surely you're going to X out those, uh, those bad passes and you're going to work on the passes and then those missed serves and then you're gonna, not going to miss any serves and just keep narrowing that down um, and good things are going to happen. Love it. E, congrats on a third place finish. Thank you. Badass, man. Awesome yeah, job, buddy. boys. Thanks for having me Congrats. on. Thanks for coming on. Heck Good yeah. luck in Chicago. I won't see you in the qualifier this year. Thank heavens. Hey, Hope there we go. see you in main draw again. Yes, you will. <laughs> All right, boys. Shoots. 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 I like that one. <laughs>